0: On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, it's pretty simple for the 76ers. Win or go home. Game six tonight, Sixers Heat. Keith and I dissect it right here next, Locked On 76ers.
1: You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: what's going on sixer fans welcome to locked on 76 i'm devon Givens of 97.5 the fanatic radio in philadelphia alongside my co-hosts my partner sixes beat keith pompey keith this is it Should yeah this, huh? it. this is
1: yeah. it how you feeling how you feel about it how you feel about it you think it? you honestly, think they can pull this one out
0: honestly i don't know if i lean towards you asking me that question I would simply say that every team has won the home games. Um, they played poorly in games one and two. They came back and they won those two games in three and four at home. They got blitzed on on Tuesday night. And why wouldn't they be able to come back home and hold serve? Because that's just the way that the series has gone with the home team. So right now, I'd say that, you know, again, why why wouldn't they win tonight's game? and even this thing up and force the game number seven. How about you?
1: Put it this way, bro. I already book, made my hotel reservations. For Smart charity. man. So, Smart man. You know what I mean? Now it's one of them things where you can cancel, right? <laughs> but I already I already made my hotel reservations. I woke up this morning. I, I feel a little bit – I feel good about the 76ers. I don't think that we'll see Joel and B struggle two nights in a row, two games in a row. Great players rarely struggle two games in a row, right? That's what they yeah. say. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think that the home crowd is going to ride him and, um, you know, or, or going to motivate him. And uh, I, I feel like, you know, I feel like the Sixers get this one. Now, game seven is a tough one. But, again, that's how I feel right about now. So we'll see.
0: That's right. It's right about now. We'll see how you feel right about then, right before tip. Well, we got to tell everybody – First, Keith, thanks, everybody, for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including right here on YouTube at Locked On 76ers. All right, man, this is it for them. And they put themselves in this position where they are right now in a game six. So the way, however, things started off in games one and two where it looked really, really bleak. For them, Here we are and they have an opportunity and look, they just simply have to come out there and protect the home floor. Every team is one on their home floor. No team has one on the road yet. And we don't want to see Miami be that team tonight. So when we look at this one, Keith, they are as frustrating as things were on Tuesday with how they lost the 35 point blowout, the lack of effort, no energy in the game and just seeing so many players just look so lethargic out there in a situation where it was a must win. They have a chance to erase that and get ready for game seven and an opportunity to move on to the Eastern Conference Finals. So what, what do you what do you make of them? And seeing them all season, right? I know this is a different position because it's the playoffs, but seeing them all season where they, we've seen them rebound from poor performances, backs against the wall like they, they are right now. Uh, just your, your overall, uh, the thought of them from everything that you've seen from them all season long, 90-plus games already played. Going into this, when you said you feel good about it, is that a, a good part of what you've seen from them all season long, bouncing back in a spot like this?
1: Exactly. I mean, when you look at the 76ers, the Sixers are a team that they break your heart. You you, you leave, and then all of a sudden they come back and they, 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 they uh, surprise you you know honestly that's who they are like you know the sixers are that team that whenever you think that it's is doom and gloom they arise and i feel like that is what makes me feel as if they have a chance to win they played poorly man the defense was awful they gave up a lot of open shots um but you know i equate this to when they they went to the memphis they went to memphis earlier this season without two of their best players playing without son in law Seth Curry and Joel Embiid and they go out there and they and they 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 do the thing they they you know they play well also you know they go um they they, they come out and um you know they play the Milwaukee excuse me they they played the Miami Heat earlier without James Harden and Joel Embiid and they do well so you know it, it's one of those things where you know you look at the 76ers and you say to yourself like You know, whenever we think that they're about to get bounced, um, they win. But whenever you think they're about to do something dangerous, then they always bring you back down to earth. So, you know, to me, it's one of those things where you you have to say, like, this is the reason why I feel this way. I also believe that, you know, role players tend to play better on, on at home which, you know, Doc Rivers, and we all talked about, you and I spoke about that before. So, you know, I I think, like, George Niang is, is going to get out of the offer. I feel like Danny Green is going to be able to make some shots. You know, other guys are going to step up. But I do think that they'll win tonight. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but the thing for you, the thing is, uh, the, the thing is, though, there, there's a lot of things that they're going to have to do to win D. Like, um, you know, they're, they're going to have to be more disciplined on a defensive end. Um, there there are certain things, uh, you know, uh, uh, Danny's, like I said, he's going to have to make shots. You know, George is going to try to have to get open. I right. believe that James is going to have to be a better facilitator. So you know things like that.
0: Yeah, and uh, Doc Rivers he just simply talked about how this team he's confident that they can win the game.
1: Yeah, yeah, he he did say that. He says he's confident that they can win the game, and you know he he said a lot of things. It was one of those. Now, this kind of reminds me of last year, Dick. I remember last year when um they they go down three to two, right?
0: And, to the Atlanta Hawks.
1: To the Atlanta Hawks, and you know you go to Atlanta and there's no practice. And you're like, huh? <laughs> what are you talking about no practice, bro? Like, yo, what's going on? Like, and yeah. said, nah, like, I, 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 we just did a film study, you know? So, you know, and, and then it was like the same thing yesterday. You go, you go over to the practice facility and Doc's there, he's rocking, he was looking kind of smooth too. I said, okay, Doc, I see you. Doc had on his Jordan gear and whatnot with his uh, Air Force One, he had like a Jordan tracksuit on. With these matching Air Force Ones. I'm like, all right, Doc, right? (laughs) So, And, you know, you ask him, and he's like, look, man, we didn't practice the other day, too. He said, you know, just coming back from Miami creates a problem. We didn't practice between games um, two and three. Um, You know, we just had shoot-around. So it's more, you know, you get in at 3 o'clock in the morning. The coaches can get their butts out of bed, but you don't want the players to have to do that they need rest. Right. I understand that. Yeah. yeah. So you understand that, but then it's one of those things where let's just give them the rest. They need to uh, do this, but let's stay on strip. And, and he's done that before. And remember, like I said, last year, they lost game five. They had to go to, and it's funny, they, they lost game four and five and they go to Atlanta. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, they taken, uh, force a game seven so you know what he has the confidence and he says why wouldn't I be confident in my team because we won all the home games like the home team has won and the home team has played well so why wouldn't I be
0: confident and and that's why I, I would lean to them winning tonight you would lean to them winning tonight one of their keys at playing at home tonight and Keith and extending this thing to a game seven is the point guard James Harden Poor performance in game number five. They're gonna need him tonight. And uh we need to talk about why he is probably the key to their victory this evening. We'll get into why that is next, right here on Locked On 76ers.
1: Before we talk about that, we you know we gotta talk about Bet Online, right? Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest eyes, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fight, and even next season, NLF Futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today, or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline, where the game starts. I'm telling y'all, do it today, people. Do it today.
0: Sixers, you better do it today or you'll be doing the podcast with us tomorrow. Enough, right? We're not paying you. So no, know, right? yeah. thanks, everybody, for making Locked On 76ers your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast the nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts is free and available wherever you get your podcast. The Milwaukee Bucks Bucks defeated the Boston Celtics in game five. They take a 3-2 series lead in the other Eastern Conference semifinal matchup. And the Memphis Grizzlies return home and knock off the Golden State Warriors in a big way to force a game six back in, in the Bay Area so we want the 76ers to now force the game seven with everybody extending their series. We need them to force the game seven. And part of that Keith, is James Harden in the game on Tuesday, 14 points, five for 13 shooting. He played a game high 37 minutes and 19 seconds, six rebounds, four assists, four turnovers. The team had 16 turnovers. He had four of them. He is the point guard. He is the one who uh, gets things going. He leads them. He is the one that's supposed to get them under control he is supposed to settle things down when they get a little haywire. Also, running the sets and getting them the good looks, the exotic defenses that the Miami Heat are throwing at them specifically to slow down Joel B. He is the one that's supposed to be the steadying hand for the basketball team. He was not in Game 5. No one played well, but you do typically lean, especially as a veteran, on your point guard To calm the waters he did not they need him tonight to be just that protect the basketball score facilitate figure out that defense where Miami Miami is not comfortable on that end if Embiid is working hard to get the basketball and he cannot get the basketball don't force him do whatever else needs to be done to make sure the offense runs you get a good shot you're not being outshot uh, and as far as the field goal attempts go, he needs to be a point guard tonight and score as well.
1: I think a little bit less is more on in this occasion. I mean, because when yeah. you look at it, you know, yesterday, I mean, well, not yesterday, but the game, what was it, two days ago? Um, it was a little bit, I'm not going to say disturbing, but it was a little bit like you see what Miami's trying to do. Miami is trying to like basically trap him and they're doubling Joel, right? So in the Sixers, when the Sixers are at their best, especially before James came here, and even sometimes with James here, they're at their best when they move the ball. And when you have a guy like that being doubled all the time and creating two men, somebody's always open, right? So what they need to do more of is get back to that. And I understand that James, you know, likes having the ball in his hands. I understand that, you know, like as Doc said, there was a game last series where he had the ball 63% of the time. He did, right? So I think that you got to move that ball, man, because, I mean, from the jump of game five, we saw where they were doubling Joel and they were trapping him, but he they were trying to still play a two-man game. So I think the ball has to move. move. Now, here's that creates a problem. The problem is when James doesn't have the ball, he's very stationary. He has to be able to move and cut and get certain places that way that can free him up to get open looks and, and, and can, and work well with the teammates. So, you know I mean? I understand they didn't practice yesterday. And this is something that this guy has been doing for years. And let's face it. He's been used to being the man who always had the ball in his hands. But me personally thinking that, you know, if they're doubling you or if they're trapping you and they're doubling the other guy, You got to move that ball, and then you got to go somewhere else to where you can open up and get some open looks and free you up. And to me, that's key tonight. If they don't do that, if they keep trying to, you know, have him dribble, dribble, dribble past the Joel or try to go go at the cup, it could get ugly. But when the Sixers are at their best, and people can look it up, Tobias Harris, when the ball moves, he plays his best basketball. When the ball moves, Tyrese Maxey is able to get those easy lanes, driving lanes to the basket, get out and go. So I think that's what we have to, they have to do tonight with James. A little bit less is more. I get it. He is the quarterback. He's the point guard. But you got to realize, you got to know that sometimes you might have to get rid of that ball a little bit quicker than 100%. you are. Than you are.
0: And protecting it and not turning it over when you do have it. Again, everything doesn't need to result in a shot for him. It just simply means that he has to be the one that's under control. Tyrese Maxey, this is an elimination spot. Last time he was in this position was in Atlanta a season ago for that game six where he was a big spark off the bench with 16 points. This time around, you know, it's a little bit different as a starter. And you're going to need, again, your quarterback who's been in this spot multiple times to once be that steady hand just overall. So doesn't mean he has to score a bunch of points. It would be nice. And that would mean the ball just simply found him again, or he had some one-on-one opportunities because to your point, that trap was, wasn't there, that blitz wasn't there and he was able to take his man off the dribble, maybe get to the basket and finish. Be strong, just simply be strong, be a, be a good point guard and, and do what you need to do to help this team advance to a game seven and possibly win and move on to the Eastern Conference Finals. So, Great points by you. I mean, I'm not disputing anything that you you said. Just pointing out that in a spot like this, the one who will have the ball majority of the time is your point guard. He needs to be a point guard and have things under control tonight. Keith, the final one for us, man. We got to talk about the keys to the game, what we think needs to happen. We both believe that they have a shot to win, but there are things that they need to do. And of course, in order to do that, starting with James Harden, making sure the ball is moving, all of that. But there's so many more things that we need to discuss. We'll do that next final segment here on Locked On. And listen, I got to tell you, I was telling you recently about my vehicle. I needed a new headlight on my car. And instead of going to all these different types of chain stores out there that cost you so much money just to get a simple little light bulb to put in your car or some simple, placemats in your car, just the little tiny things or the big things, whatever it might be. I had to go with the great people at Rock Auto. They save me time and money when I'm using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? Why would you do that? And for an example, I'll tell you about a Honda Odyssey fuel pump, which is Priced at $353 from a chain store, but when you deal with Rock Auto, it's $216. Think about that. Think about what you could do with that, especially with all the gas prices going crazy right now. You could use that for your gas. But in any event, it's a family-owned business. They Serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, even I can replace a light bulb. So if I can do it, you can do it. If you need some placemats, you can do it. A tail light, whatever it might be, just go ahead. Tail lamps, brake parts, motor oil. And as I mentioned, even those new carpets, those new placemats in your car, they have everything that you could imagine. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find a solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's at rockauto.com. All right, welcome back today? to Locked On 76. Do, do it today, today though. People. Do it today, people, because <laughs> you don't want to be driving at night and the and, and, and the folks pull you over. <laughs> so make you call sure them you... the folks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't, John, you know. you don't want me. to be them. You don't want to be them. You don't want to see them on the late night. Like, dang, all I had to do was go to Rock Auto and spend that $15 on that tail lamp. It, it shouldn't cost that much, but you get my point. All right. Listen, man. <laughs> um, keys to the game, Keith. Keys to the game tonight. Uh, well, you, it, it, oh, go ahead. You want to go first? I'll just take one. I'll start one. And then oh, you we'll want to start one? Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll start with one, and uh, I I keep talking about it. Uh, I can recite them off my head the last three games. Exactly. 19 (laughs) turnovers in game three, 17 turnovers in game four, 16 turnovers in game five. They played so well at home in games three and four, it wasn't a problem. It became a problem. It didn't help in game five. That's too many turnovers in the span of three games. That's on average 17 turnovers. Turnovers per game in the last three games of this series, and to be perfectly honest with you, they only had one good game where they did not turn the rock over. And that was Game Two, for ten turnovers in that game. It starts with that, with that pressure that you're talking about, double teaming and in, 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 uh, James Harden, double and triple teaming with those exotic defenses that they're throwing at and B. You must protect the basketball. give yourself a chance value the basketball to give yourself a chance i'm repeating myself but i feel like i need to i shouldn't have to but i need to because of how much they've turned the rock over so much in these last three games and the series overall but specifically 19 17 and 16 game three four or five they cannot do that and expect to win tonight yeah. And, and, you know,
1: and, and what I'm doing, that's a great one. I, I think the one that I'm going to talk about, we all know about shooting the ball and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, but, but but I think they got to come out with a physicality. They, they have to match the physicality. Um, it, it just seemed like, I'm not saying they got bullied or anything like that, but there was a team that was more, more aggressive, more physical. And, and that was Miami and the Sixers have to come out there and match that. And I think if they do that, in a defensive end, they can make things a little bit tougher for the Heat. I mean, Tyler Hero kept blowing by him. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Max Max Struz. Struz. yeah, they were like, if no one was getting touched. It was, it was like, yo, this is this is lovely. <laughs> like, right. this is lovely. What are we right. doing? You want a skeleton drill? <laughs> like, yeah. you know I mean, so I, I think for me, I need to see them be more physical, um, tougher. And, and that will enable them to play better defense, in my opinion.
0: And, and to, to, to add to that, Keith, when you talk about, you know, getting touched, simply getting touched and playing more physical, when you're getting rocked the way that you were getting rocked in that game on, on Tuesday night, where's the frustration? Where's that frustration foul? I'm not saying injure anybody, but I'm just saying where, where is that? Where time, t- there are times when you're getting blown out and you're just so mad because the guy's getting to the basket that way. Let me earn this flagrant one, just to send a message that this is not going to be sweet going forward. Think about what when P.J. Tucker started to goon it up a little bit in the games in Philadelphia because the Sixers were having their way. He was frustrated. He got mad. He wanted to pick on Matisse Thybul because he had a. He felt like he was a. He was set a bad pick, and he got him. So what did he do? He elbowed him and he in the forearm, in the back, got in his face, all that stuff. Picked up a technical. Same thing in game number four. And while you may not like it as a 76er fan, he shows some fight in that. They were, they were frustrated, they were angry. Where was the anger from the 76ers? So where's, bring that physicality tonight and, and let them know that it's not gonna be sweet, that it's not gonna be a cakewalk coming into the building uh, tonight. Uh, the one thing for me, you mentioned, we already discussed the shooting, so that's basically self-explanatory where that needs to be done. But overall, the defense. Defense just needs to be better. Defense, it was too easy, as you said, for those guys in game number five, way too easy. Whether it was Max Strews putting the ball on the floor, which I haven't seen him do like that since DePaul, or Gay Vincent putting the ball on the floor, Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler getting whatever he wants. Okay, he's gonna get whatever he wants, it seems that way. So as a result, you have to find other ways defensively, like you did, where you only allowed 79 points in the playoff game in game number three where you, you were blowing them out in game number four until they came back because you allowed them to because of the, the turnovers that you committed in that game with 17 in game four at home, even though you won. The defense has to be much, much better, like it was in those two games at home. So turnovers, defense, rebounding, keeping them off the glass, just some of the keys, of course, that we need to see from the 76ers tonight against this physical Miami team that's hungry to close this thing out tonight just think about that they are motivated to get this over with and not have to go back and play a game number seven either way whether it's milwaukee or boston they're going to be in miami if they advance to start game one of the eastern conference finals make them sweat make them sweat make this a 50 50 series for on sunday and a game number seven
1: yeah, I agree. I agree with all your keys. I agree with everything.
0: This is it, man. This is it. What will we, what will we be talking about tomorrow uh, on our next one for Friday? We don't know, but we think we'll be talking about a game seven. So we thank you all for making Lockdown 76 as your first listen on our next episode. Simple recapping game number six. We're either talking about a game seven or we're going to start recapping the series, and then looking ahead to the offseason right here on Locked On 76. Now, make your second list in Locked On NBA, where Locked On experts are covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Keith, as always, man, it's going to be a fun one tonight, I hope. It will be
1: a good game. It should be a good game. It should should be. Yeah. Um but let me let me tell y'all uh, what you need to do is you need to make sure you uh subscribe to this podcast especially the locked on 76ers YouTube podcast. It's easy. Just click on the liberty bell and then you get you get uh the, this podcast. But also you can su- subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast at. Um so so do that today people. Do it today. Oh, and lastly, you need to follow my man divine G nine seven five on Twitter It's divine G nine seven five on Twitter. And also give me a follow at Pompeii on Sixers.
0: That's right, folks. Subscribe to the podcast. We appreciate it. We really do. Thanks for taking time to watch us also on YouTube. Hit that Liberty Bell button, that icon. And uh, we'll be with you every day talking Sixers basketball, hopefully going forward with the game seven. And we'll take it one game at a time. We'll stop right there, game seven. And that's it. All right. Peace. Uh, uh, thanks, man. And uh, I look forward to talking to you tonight after this uh, big game. Must win no situation. Doubt. Sixers. No thanks, doubt. man.
1: All right, brother. Peace. All right. Thanks, y'all.